you can have all the communication in the world, but if if you don't have someone's respect, you don't have much. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here, and I have some super exciting news before we dive in. If you're listening to this in real time uh, on Tuesday, September 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, I am holding a brand new workshop, masterclass, whatever you want to call it, but it's going to be very engaged. So I'm going to call it a workshop uh, called the Communication Clinic. And this is a topic that I get a lot of requests about. This is a topic that I teach clients about privately. Um, I also teach it within uh, my group coaching program, Becoming You as well. And this is robust. This is brand new material uh, that I have not shared anywhere else. And it's going to include the types of different types of communication, things that will surprise you. (laughs) Actually, we're not just talking like verbal and physical here. Um, My 10 commandments of communication. There are going to be very specific tools that you can use and your role and how you show up. Again, like in ways that are are going to shine a new light on the way that you communicate in all of your relationships. And throughout this, there's going to be um, like questions and moments for you to engage and like ask me about specific situations and everybody can learn from each other and um, just exercises that are actually going to really deepen this into what you can practice in your everyday life. And and guys, like communication is so crucial. And half the time we think that it's only the words we're saying. 93% of the way that we communicate is nonverbal. 93%. So while people will ask me for um, particular tools about you know certain things to say and stuff like that, I can give that, and that will that will be a small portion of this workshop. But there is a whole lot more. There's there's ninety three percent more <laughs> in terms of layers of this that aren't just about the words that we say. This is really involved. So if you are looking to improve any of the relationships in your life, you need to attend the communication clinic. So go check out the show notes over at roomtogrowpodcast.com or uh, wherever you are currently listening to this. Um, it'll all be linked over there. And send me DM over at Emily Goff Coach if you've got any questions. I would love to help you out with that. I'm super excited for this one. It's going to be an absolute blast. I have been sitting on this one for a while and I wanted to actually just kind of like, I was going to run it in the summer and I was just enjoying summer so much. I'm like, nope, I'm going to put it off till September. <laughs> Be fully present and engaged this summer, but now I'm ready to get fully present and engaged with communication. So 
September, Tuesday, September 20th at 7 p.m. And yes, you will get the recording in case you can't attend live. Obviously, live is ideal um, so that then I actually get to meet you and hear your voice and potentially even see your your beautiful face if you want to turn your camera on. But either way, you will get the recording. Okay, so hope to see you there. Okay, today we are going to be talking about how to gain respect. And this is... This is so important um, because I, I really can't underscore how important this is. Because even, you know, if we're talking about communication, you can have all the communication in the world. But if, if you don't have someone's respect, you don't have much. And respect is so, it is an absolutely crucial component in your relationships because it builds feelings of trust and safety and well-being. And I actually posed a question. Um, There's a question that I've been asking people close to me for a year now because I I wanted to get different people's opinions on it. And the question is that I keep asking people, I'm like, what's worse, losing trust in someone or losing respect? And it catches people off guard because at first their immediate response is trust. But then they really get thinking about it and they're like, ooh, respect. I'm like, yeah. It is so much worse to lose respect in someone because trust can be rebuilt. It can't always, but it can be rebuilt. And while yes, respect can technically be rebuilt too, and there are absolutely instances where that can happen, it takes a whole lot more effort and work. And it takes a lot of work to rebuild trust. But to rebuild respect, when you have lost respect in someone, that hits that really hits. And the loss of respect can almost be, we we tend to, you know, someone can just like fuck up and make a mistake and, and we'll lose trust in them, even temporarily, until they sort of like gain it back. But when we lose someone's respect, we can almost interpret that as innate qualities that, that we see reflected back from them that makes us feel like we don't even want to trust them or engage with them. So respect is absolutely crucial. And it, it you know, we, we gain respect with, uh, it, gaining respect is sort of a byproduct of a wide variety of factors. So the first intention just has to be to show up as a good human for the sake of being a good human. Are we always going to get this right? Absolutely not. Every single one of us is going to fuck this up at various points along the way. But intention does matter. <laughs> intention definitely matters. So having that intention, great step forward. That is that is a, a start. And also I find sort of just like striving to be 1% better than you were yesterday. Like identifying which area you're going to try to be better in today and actively working on that. And we're going to go through like a whole a whole list here of, of very specific things that you can do to help to gain respect. But one of the reasons why this this also has come to mind lately is that um, a really beautiful compliment that I've I've gotten, especially lately. I, I've been in business for for over five years now, and one of the compliments that I have started getting more increasingly, especially in the last year or two is that people have respect for me and and for the work that I do, which just, I'm so honored and and I'm so touched. And I take that really seriously because I've always taken people's respect as seriously as as I possibly can. Again, have I made mistakes? 100 
and 50%. (laughs) Without doubt, I have made mistakes. I could sit here and do an entire podcast episode about the number of mistakes I've made. But having gaining someone's respect doesn't mean you never fuck up. Gaining someone's respect means showing up, admitting when you're wrong and doing what you can to correct it. Does that mean that every single person in the world is going to respect you? No, and we're going to get into that a little bit more. But let's let's talk about this more. So how do we actually gain respect from people? The first one I'm going to tell you might surprise you. It's to genuinely like the fuck out of yourself. Do you respect you? Like, how can you expect others to respect you if you don't respect yourself? So when you're looking to gain more respect, you have to start from within and ask yourself how you can create more self-respect. Because people will be able to sense that about you. If you respect yourself or if you don't respect yourself, people will be able to energetically respect that. And you're the one that has to look you in the mirror every day. Do you like the person that you see reflected back to you? Because that's going to make a really big difference in terms of how you show up in the world and and what you put out into the world. The next one is very closely related to that, which is show up as authentically you and trust that you're not too much or not enough. That is easier said than done, particularly in certain instances and uh, certain scenarios and in certain situations and with certain people, we can we can inevitably feel that that pull inside, sort of those crunchy feelings coming up of like, ooh, I don't feel like I fit into this crowd or um, I feel like I'm not enough here. Oh my God, like in that meeting, like I was way too much. Like <laughs> we've all had those moments. But can you show up as authentically you as you possibly can and then let the chips fall and trust that what you're putting out into the world, the energy that you're putting out into the world, the work that you're putting out into the world, the love that you are putting out into the world, can you trust that that's enough for the people who matter most? When it comes to commanding respect with your work, do whatever you can to master your craft. That is super important. So again, I'm going to cover respect here from like a few different angles and, you know, different types of relationships. So when it comes to work, if you want to command respect with your work, you have to do whatever you can to master your craft and to be the fucking best. Like go the extra mile, do whatever it takes to learn as much as you possibly can and always be open to learning more or trying things a different way. I was just telling um, some friends of mine that like I right now I am enrolled in a nine month uh, applied positive psychology course that I absolutely love. Um, I have a psychology degree. <laughs> like like criminology, I did criminology and psychology um, in university. And I just feel that I did not learn nearly enough and I wanted to go so much deeper. So um, I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, I'm about to take an entire course, um, a, a separate course on shame. Um there's a certification that I am looking into taking next year uh, about hypnosis, but like a really cool one like this. This is a very unique angle on hypnosis and goes super deep. Um, there is another like relationship coaching certification that is a little bit more unconventional that I am looking to take next year that will be a year long. And I literally feel all the time. I'm like, oh, my God, there isn't enough time in this lifetime for me to learn everything I want to learn. <laughs> 
that I always want to be better and not just for the sake of being able to say that I've done these things. I'm just I'm just giving you one example here. But it's it's for me. Like it's it's literally for me to learn these things. It is for my own sake. And then it's like the byproduct of that is that then I get to pass that on to as many other people as I can, both through my work, through this podcast, like through just, you know, meeting, meeting humans in my life. Um, and, and to hopefully have even some small sort of ripple effect for people. But ultimately, even if that wasn't an option, I would still want to learn all of this for me. Like I want to learn as much as I possibly can. I, I read so many books and like all these things. And then I want to learn all the practical, um, applicable knowledge too, to, to actually use these things. Because just having all the knowledge in my head isn't enough. I want to be able to actually do something with it. <laughs> so whatever your work is or whatever whatever you're passionate about, doesn't have to be the thing that you get paid for. What is it that you are passionate about? And and if you haven't found that yet, keep trying out different things because you will end up having something. You you can absolutely end up finding something that you get so lit up about that you're like, oh my God, I can't get enough. Like I can't get enough. This is just amazing. And keep keep looking for those things. Your your interests are not by accident. You know, the things that that light you up or the the things that kind of like catch your eye and you're like, ooh, that sounds kind of cool. Even if you think right now that the idea of of learning more about that is pointless or, you know, like, what am I going to do with it or whatever? If you have the interest, go for it. Learn it. Go, Go find out whatever you can about it and watch what might unfold as a direct result of that. Because Again, I've said this before on this podcast. I never sat down one day and was like, I'm going to uh, teach human connection and relationships for a living. Like that conversation still hasn't really ever happened. (laughs) I ended up in the position that I am by continuing to follow my interests from all of these different areas. And this is where I landed. And that's just how it works sometimes. We we don't we don't necessarily get handed a slip of paper with the the thing that we are going to be most excited about in life written on it. We have to work for it. And even just doing the work of of looking for it is going to help you gain not only respect from others, but respect again for yourself. Another really big one here, this can seem obvious, but a big one here with uh, how to gain respect, build relationships with people. Remember their names. Get curious and ask who they are. Um, Ask them questions like be genuinely interested in them. Actively listen. Actively listen. Don't just always be thinking about, and this is easier said than done. Again, (laughs) a lot of things I'm saying are going to be easier said than done, but don't just don't just be constantly thinking as they're talking about the thing that you're going to say next. Really listen to what they're saying. Leave space for the magic to come in, like I always say, right? Like make eye contact. This can vary culturally, obviously, but in Western cultures, it's definitely appreciated to make eye contact and creates a much more intimate connection. Engage, get to know people. That will create relationships with people that are the absolute foundation for respect and for just really like beautiful connections to create in your life. Something else is to actually give a fuck. (laughs) Give a fuck about other people. Give a fuck about your work. Give a fuck about your interests. Give a fuck about who you are and the ripple effects you create in the world with every action you take and be intentional about it. Be intentional. 
That is so important to to genuinely, genuinely from your heart give a fuck about people. Another one is to manage your energy and your energetic capacity. I just came out with an episode all about this, uh, episode 330, I believe, um, all about, it, this, this is actually a really cool one because I also give you all kinds of really practical tools on how to actually do an energetic audit in your life and to look at different areas of your life and where you might find you're kind of like actually being sucked dry without even realizing it and drains on your energy and like energetic leaks that are taking away from how you're showing up in the world. So that's a really big one to to check out in relation to that. Honesty and integrity. I kind of put this one in the middle of the list, (laughs) but these are the most important. (laughs) If you don't listen to any other thing on this list, if you do not implement any other thing on on this list, fine, except for this one. Honesty and integrity. These are the most important things. I cannot stress this enough and in every sense of the words. So showing up with honesty and showing up with integrity in everything that you do, every action that you take, are, again, are we always going to get it right? No. But when we get it wrong, notice, like have cultivate the awareness to notice that you were out of integrity on on that thing or, or in that relationship or on that task or whatever and be better next time. Learn from it. Grow from it. But always be striving to be as honest, open, and and showing up with as much integrity as you possibly can can and that alone will have you gain people's respect. If you can show up that way, you will absolutely gain respect. And yeah, it might take time, but trust is built over time. Otherwise, it, it's like building it's like building a house on, on a foundation of, of sand and, and just crossing your fingers and hoping for the best w- without any real foundation under it. Like just, you know, putting up a house on, I'm not a builder, but <laughs> putting up a house on, on like a pile of sand and just hoping that it works out. That's not how it works. We have to show up again and again and again with honesty and integrity because they are the building blocks that create the, the respect that follows. Something else here, reciprocation. Give others the same level of respect that you would hope to receive because respect multiplies and it adds value. It demonstrates care for your fellow human. You don't have to like someone, but you can still respect them. There, there are actually a couple people that I can think of that um, I, I respect and that I, I, was, I was close with at one time or another. I, I respect them. Um, and no, actually there's, well, there's a couple different instances here because this goes back to that question about like trust versus respect and like, yes, both are necessary. And what happens when you lose one or the other? So there's actually a couple instances that I can think of where there are a couple people that I would still trust them in the sense that I know that I could share a secret with them and they, they wouldn't tell anyone, but I lost a lot of respect for them. And that's why I don't really have much of a relationship with them anymore. Because even though I know that they would, you know, keep a secret, if I don't respect them, what's the point? Like, why would I bother telling them a secret, even if they could keep it, right? So this is, this is a really big one. Like, because these don't always go hand in hand. You can actively dislike someone and still respect them. And you can like someone and not respect them much at all. That one isn't quite as likely, 
because when we lose respect for people, we usually just don't like them quite as much. But it is possible. You can you can like someone as a human, but be like, ooh, I don't really respect you that much. So this is where relationships get tricky because like there's not a black and white guide to this, right? There's duality and there's nuance and there's complexity to all of this. Another really big one for respect is being willing to get it wrong. I know I kind of mentioned that before, but I really wanted to, to hammer this one home. Like be open to doing things differently or seeing a new perspective too. Accepting that growth is part of the journey. And, and what do you, you know, when you don't know the answer to something, just say so. Just say you don't know. And interestingly, this is science-backed, rather than making you appear less intelligent, admitting that you don't know the answer to something, it will actually show greater intelligence that you're aware of your own limitations. And you also don't have to be in a huge rush to be like, I don't know, but I can go find that out for you, which is great. That's beautiful. I've done that before too. But you can just also acknowledge that you don't know. You know, maybe you're not um, the the person to go to at the top of the field for that particular question. And that's okay. That's okay. Like, you don't have to know everything. (laughs) And knowing your own limitations is actually wise and will help you to gain respect. Show compassion and humanity for yourself as well as for others. I am all about people over profits and everything related. I'm all for profits too. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. But if if I am given a choice where I have to choose profits or people, I will choose people every time. Every time. So that is a really big one. And especially when it comes to, to business, obviously. But showing compassion and acknowledging, acknowledging others' humanity And we have to be able to acknowledge our own humanity as well. Because if we have difficulty acknowledging our own humanity, we're going to have a lot more difficulty acknowledging it for others too. So show compassion to yourself. Show compassion to others. All of these things are going to help you to gain respect. Again, self-respect and to gain respect outwardly, like for yourself too. Another one is to know what values you stand for and to make damn sure you are constantly and actively striving to live up to them. Actions need to match words. I will say that until I am blue in the face. Consistency is everything and actions need to match words. It's not enough to have one or the other. So that saying about like actions over words or whatever, I used to, I used to feel that way. Um, But it actually just needs to be both. Like one needs to equal the other. Again, are we always going to get it right? Nope. But that's why we're going to actively strive to know what, first of all, to know what your values are and really ask yourself if you know what your values are, because a lot of people will quickly answer yes to that question. But then if you actually ask them to write down their top 10 values, they can't actually come up with them. So (laughs) they'll have a lot of difficulty coming up with them. So sit with that sit with that and and see how that feels for you and and go through a bit of a list for yourself about what you truly value and ask yourself am i living up to these like if i'm expecting these from everybody else am i also living up to these myself and related to that is to be willing to walk away from people situations and business that doesn't serve you crosses your boundaries or requires you to betray yourself and go against your values So this is why it's so important to be clear on your values, because then it actually removes a lot of decision fatigue. (laughs) 
Like, just as a sort of like very basic example here, literally, it, it removes a lot of decision fatigue because if you are super clear on your boundaries and your values and all of those things, a lot of the bullshit just kind of falls away because you don't have to spend time like in in this internal war or dilemma about like, well, what do I do in this situation? What do I do in this situation? If you're super clear on, on your, your values, everything else actually gains a lot of clarity. And that's not to say that we cannot make compromises and all of those things. I am all about the compromise, the communication, right? <laughs> that's why I'm holding a communication workshop, um, all of those things. But it just, it, it helps to ground us when we know our own values and when we can stand really firm in those and be like, yep, this is what I stand for and this is what I will not tolerate. And people will respect you for that if you follow through on that. And again, related to that one, to have boundaries. <laughs> so if we just hit the boundaries part of that conversation, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> I feel like I don't have enough boundaries. I have podcast episodes to support you on that. I will reference some of them in the show notes. But, um, it, you know, when it comes to having boundaries, like just remember that gaining respect does not have to mean that you are actively open and available to every single person in the entire world who wants it and is vying for your attention all the time. That is not, that's not what that's about. You do not have to always be available to every single person who wants your attention and energy. So be mindful of things, people, or tasks that invade your time and energy and enforce your boundaries accordingly. And enforce those boundaries according to your values too. But I've just... I've had a lot of conversations with people and, and this is related to, the, to that energetic audit too. So again, go back to episode um, 330 and you'll get a lot out of that. There, That's that's actually, I walked you through exercises that I do with clients and stuff as well. Um, super powerful. So go check that one out. But there have been a lot of people I've been talking to lately and I have been experiencing this myself where there are a lot of, an increasing number of people who are, vying for my attention. And I'm so honored. I'm so honored. I'm so grateful. And, and they're all incredible humans, by the way, like everyone who reaches out to me is just like the most amazing human. And sometimes I can get a little bit overwhelmed. And, and I, I also know that that's only going to continue to increase. Like I'm, I'm like at the very beginning practically of, of my career, you know, five years into business is like nothing. That's like baby, baby status. So I know that that's only going to continue to increase. So I'm looking at this going, okay, how do I, how do I adjust my boundaries accordingly? How do I continue to show up for me and for my clients and for my loved ones in a way that uh, makes me feel really good and, and in my own power and maintains my energy while still being available to the other humans who, uh, would like some of my, my attention energy and who I would love to give it to, but I I can't always give it to everyone. So this is where we have to make some tough decisions sometimes, but we will lose respect for ourselves and other people will not respect us or our boundaries or our attention and energy if we're just constantly giving it away to anyone and everyone. And that's a real fast road to burnout. Very fast road to burnout. 
um, and overwhelm and resentment and and all of these these issues that can come as a direct result of that. So having boundaries is really, really important. And I know that this is an area that so many people struggle with. I have struggled with them. Um, I, I continue to run into instances sometimes where I have to make readjustments or set new boundaries because the old ones aren't working. Um, and it's tough. Like it is tough sometimes, but these are so, so necessary, especially when it comes to respect. A couple more here. Second last one is to ask people you love most how you can be better and how you can show up even better for them. How did that feel with me even suggesting that just now? Did you just cringe? <laughs> or were you like, fuck yeah, I'll totally do that. <laughs> and and I'd love to get the feedback. Like, I find that people tend to sort of oscillate between one extreme or the other if I ask them that kind of question. To ask people you love the most how you can be better and how you can show up even better for them. This is tricky because it can be, it can feel downright terrifying to be open and willing to receive feedback and to actually ask for it, even though it's scary. The result, however, is not only respect, but it deepens your relationships. It deepens your relationships. If you are willing to receive the feedback, that is, that's the little asterisk on this. So don't ask someone the question if you aren't prepared to receive the answer. Yes, this might open the door to some potentially tough conversations, but what's most important to you? Being better as a human, being better at showing up for yourself and for your loved ones and, and for these, these people that you care about most in the world, is that most important to you or is your pride most important to you and your ego? So ask yourself that question and you might get some really incredible answers. Like you might be blown away at, at the power of the answers that you get and, and just sort of like the, the power of, of the conversations that that can open and the incredible connection that can come as a direct result of not only asking that question, but being like demonstrating to, to the, that person that you care about that you want to be better and that you are open to hearing their opinion on that. That in and of itself creates an opening that is so beautiful and so incredibly potent. It has the the potential to be so incredibly potent in the best way. I would love to hear how that goes if, if you ask, if you ask someone that question. So keep me posted on that one. Okay. (laughs) I want to hear more about that one. Um, And the last one that I'm going to wrap up with is to understand that not everyone is going to respect or understand you and that that's okay. They're not for you and you're not for them. And your responsibility is to learn to be okay with that because we can't control that. We can't control how other people see us, perceive us, feel about us. Uh, We can't control any of that. We can't control how people talk about us. We can't control um, if people think that we're arrogant pieces of shit. Like, yeah, we can't control that (laughs) or or whatever the thing is, you know, like however, for whatever reason, someone has lost respect for us. We can't control that now. What we can do is, again, we can potentially ask some hard questions. So if, because you can ask that question um, that I, I said before, but like how you can be better. 
you can ask that question to anybody. It doesn't just ha- it doesn't only have to be your loved ones. You can pose that question to anybody. Again, be prepared for the answers. Like be prepared to receive answers that you might not necessarily like. And we have to be discerning with those types of responses because it's a little bit different. When we ask people that we love the most in the world, there's there's hopefully enough trust and respect established there that the answer that they give us will we we will respect the answer that they give. We it might be hard to hear, but we will hopefully respect the answer that they give and uh, be able to implement um, something to, you know, to do something about that because they know us better than nearly anybody else. When we ask, let's say, for example, uh, strangers on the internet for their opinion, (laughs) you might get a very different response (laughs) and not one that is necessarily useful for you at all because they don't know you. And especially if, you know, like they've never worked with you or they, they've never really had any contact with you, but you put up a post or something and they, they decided that they had a strong opinion on it. Great. Fine. Like that doesn't mean that there isn't uh, something there for you to learn from. Absolutely. Especially if the other person is, is giving you that feedback with respect. So if they are being um, pleasant about it, even if, again, even if it's hard to hear, if they're being pleasant about it, if they are showing respect um, with that conversation and everything else, make sure that, you know, you at least listen to what they've got to say. Because even when it's tough, that, those are the moments that we can learn the most from, even when it's most difficult. If it's somebody just ranting at you and somebody who doesn't know you at all, then yeah, we're going to kind of want to toss that one out with the proverbial grain of salt, most likely. Um, and that's just... You know, more people have access to us than ever before. All of us. You don't have to have an online business for that. Like virtually everyone is on social media in one way or another. So everyone who's on social media has access to you technically. So that's something that we just have to keep in mind. So I'm not going to run through the whole list again, obviously, and uh, (laughs) bore you with that. But I do just want to stress the importance of respect. And I'd love to hear too, if you have a different answer to that, that question that I asked at the beginning about um, which one is is worse, losing trust in someone or losing respect? I'd love to hear your answer about that. So send me a DM over at Emily Goff Coach on Instagram. Um, Goff is G-O-U-G-H. It's like Goff with a G. Uh, <laughs> or send me an email over at info at emilygoffcoaching.com. And don't forget about the communication clinic workshop on Tuesday, September 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm just really, I'm so excited to share some of this stuff because this is, I get so pumped when I teach material I've never gotten to teach before. (laughs) And this is all new stuff. Uh, And I'm just so excited to go deep with you on this one. These, this is communication like you may not have really been taught about it before. And this is addressing the stuff that goes so much deeper than just words. Like than just, you know, anyone can hand you a few phrases to use. This is addressing the way we communicate at a core level, at an absolute core level. So go check it out in the show notes over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. I cannot wait to see you there and talk to you soon.
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me, and I'm so grateful. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.